0: We help uh, CEOs shift out of being the primary service delivery person into really being the leader, the manager, the creative director, and the CEO of their company. And we help them identify what areas they need to hire for um, how to ethically scale that team delegate appropriately and and really work on the culture of their business to provide an environment that people can thrive in um, and really take things to the next level
1: hey are you ready (laughs) are you ready for another episode of the business of sales first things first thank you for listening I appreciate that you're giving up your time in return. I want to make sure that we're giving you interesting guests and an idea or two that's going to help you in your business. So, hey, thank you for being here. Alego.com sponsors our show, and it would absolutely mean the world to us if you would go to Alego.com and request a demo. That's called Supporting Us Through Our Sponsors, and more importantly, you're going to find something on that sales enablement platform that can help you increase sales and the retention of your sales force. A sales enablement platform, it does so much, I think you'll be amazed. Alego.com, check it out. In the meantime, let's roll. Here's this week's episode of the Business of Sales. Sales. saying in, in business, and in general, I guess, but, but certainly in business, that the job's not done until all the paperwork is taken care of. Until the paperwork is done, the job isn't complete. It's not over with. Well, today it isn't necessarily paperwork anymore. It's all that back-end stuff that is required in order to run your business that is the second or third, I guess it's the third step in your strategic action plan that I talk about a lot But that third step of administration, being able to to run all the right pieces and do all the right things so that you can provide excellent customer service to the people who buy your service or your product. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today with Abigail Pumphrey. Abigail is a CFO and co-founder of a business called The Boss Project, and I'm excited to hear more about it. Abigail, thank you for being on the business of sales today.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here.
1: Tell us a little more about the Boss Project and and how you got into doing this kind of work.
0: Yeah, for sure. So the Boss Project has existed for the last eight years or so. We started initially as a boutique marketing agency, and we're working with small businesses on their branding and building effective marketing online. And what we ended up doing was simultaneously turning around and teaching everything we were learning along the way, what was making our business successful, how we were increasing sales, how we were handling the back-end operations and ultimately scaling a boutique agency. And that really transformed our business into what it is today. Over the last eight years, we've had the the amazing opportunity to work with over 10,000 small business owners from a variety of industries across the world. And our goal is to really help them understand what it takes to build a profitable and sustainable business online. Um, and our focus, A lot of it revolves around creating that financial freedom necessary to not only build a business that will stand the test of time, um, but will financially reward them in ways that they can pursue the life and lifestyle thereafter.
1: So what I'm hearing is your clients uh, pretty much are working online to build an online business. Is that correct? Or did I miss something?
0: Yeah, so they're all in the service industry, so they're all utilizing their skill set, selling their skill set to build the business online. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone we work with is running their business virtually. Uh Um, They may have a virtual team or it may just be them, um, but they don't have a storefront um, they don't necessarily have the need for a location, and because of that, I think it really adds to the additional freedom potential. But it is different um, scaling a business without the need to be completely hyper local is a different set of challenges, and and one we're ready to help people tackle.
1: And it's one that that comes with its own set of problems and concerns i I know what now 2016 2023 so seven years ago when i tried to start this business it was uh it was amazing i believed what i read on the internet abigail and that's number one mistake i made isn't it um (laughs)
0: It's not a
1: mistake. you You got to start somewhere. But you can't believe all the stuff that's on there. It was incredible. Oh, yeah, you come over here. You can build your own website. You can do your own marketing. You can do, you can do, you can do. And, boy, howdy, I found out real quick I needed some professionals in order to help me start my business, even though Mm -hmm. my business at the time was just me. And I think Mm -hmm. there are a lot of folks out there who, obviously there are because you've done business with them, a lot of folks that need the kind of help that your company provides. Do you find, mm-hmm. do you find folks that kind of frustrated when they come to you?
0: I mean, sometimes, you know, I think the biggest issue they're running into is they get into a point where they're consistently booking clients. The majority of our clients are a lot like your listeners that the act of sales isn't necessarily the hard part. Um, Getting the client in the door, getting the yes... Isn't necessarily the hard part, uh-huh. um, but when it comes to handling all the client experience aspects, delivering on the scope that you've defined, um, and running all the other parts and pieces of a business that are necessary outside of just serving your clients, can feel like a lot. And you know, I think the majority of people when they come to us, they're they're at that brink of burnout. You know, they're they're kind of toying with do I really invest in fixing these back end systems or do I walk? You know, yeah, they're usually yeah. pretty, pretty frustrated and they know something's got to change. Um, and, you know, some of them are raring to go. They're ready to make those changes. They're ready to spend time on the back end, and others are, are resistant because they don't even know where the time's going to come from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it does seem easier to walk away and start over in some aspects.
1: Well, and it's, it's hard when it's not your forte. Uh, uh, The back end is not everybody's forte and their, their, their expertise in handling all those, all those things. I'll lump it all together and call it administration, but it's so much more than that. Uh, And being able to do all of those kind of things, including being able to market online, if that's where I'm going to provide my service, then certainly I want to find people in that arena as we're going forward. Boy, howdy, I tell you what, it's difficult to try and, and scale a business like that without some professional help. Tell me specifically, Abigail, what sort of things do you do for a business? Comes to you and says, you know, look, I, I'm up to my neck. I don't know how I'm going to get it all done. Where do you start
0: yeah. So there's a couple of different ways our clients work with us. Um, we do a variety of coaching and consulting as well as there are some aspects that will come and do done for you. So on the agency side of our business, the done for you side of the business, we're primarily working with people on their websites. Um, we're helping them, Build and develop everything from the brand to the messaging to the setting up all the tech and all the systems necessary to get a website off the ground, whether they have an existing one or they're building a new one for the first time. And our kind of philosophy around web is a little bit different than most because we're so focused on service based businesses only. We have this very unique perspective on. You know, not only should your website be a engine for organic traffic via search engine optimization, but it should also bridge the gap in your sales process. And so we want it to speed up the process for prospects that you're already in contact with. And those that are coming in a bit more cold, make it really obvious how you work with people, what your areas of expertise are and how someone can jump in, how can they take that very next step, i.e. how do they book a discovery call or some sort of consult with you? And so we're building websites that are optimized for booking more leads into discovery calls. Um, And then on the flip side, in our more coaching and consulting realm, there's kind of two different groups of people we're working with. One is, you know, systems and operations are a bit more new to them and they're consistently booked out. They're anywhere from five grand to 20 grand a month in revenue. Um, And they're feeling tapped out. They're they're at capacity. They're not quite sure how they're going to continue to scale the business unless something can shift. And so we help them realign their pricing, clean up their their package, really understand what it is they're selling. You know, if messaging is not their forte, giving them some language to um, make it more clear what they do and make it easier for people to say yes during the sales process. Um, And they do that all inside of our incubator program. And then for those people who are ready to kind of take the next stage, I see this group of people who are consistently at the point where their their offers a bit more productized where you know they can deliver with consistency and they are seeing similar results for clients and they also know that if they continue being the only one or the primary one delivering the service that they're going to burn out and so
1: more to come right after this I'm Morris Sims. I'm the host of the Business of Sales. After four decades of working with sales professionals, business owners, and executives to help them improve their performance, I started the business of sales so that you'll have something to listen to that is going to help you in your business. When I was selling, I used to love listening to uh, all right, you ready? Cassette tapes. As I drove from appointment to appointment, I would play those tapes, and I learned everything under the shining sun. I learned how to close with implied consent from those tapes. My hope and my prayer is that you'll learn something just as important for you here on the business of sales as I did on all those old cassette tapes that I used to listen to. All right, I guess it's about that time. So while I try and get all that tiny little tape back into that plastic cassette, please enjoy the business of sales. Then... Go make an appointment for your product.
0: We help uh, CEOs shift out of being the primary service delivery person into really being the leader, the manager, the creative director, and the CEO of their company. And we help them identify what Areas they need to hire for, um, how to ethically scale that team, delegate appropriately, and and really work on the culture of their business to provide an environment that people can thrive in um, and really take things to the next level.
1: So Abigail, it sounds to me like if I'm the CEO out there of a business and I am the product, I am providing that service. It's, it's who I am that I'm bringing to the table and my experience and my ability to help my clients you're going to be able to come in and help me figure out how to scale that business by, I don't know, creating systems. Is that where you're going to help me is to create some systems so that I don't have to do it all myself?
0: Yeah. And systems are definitely our area of expertise. Um, And I think surprisingly, that's not where we start. Um, We actually start a step before that because undoubtedly when someone gets to the point that they're feeling, that kind of trapped in their own business. Um there typically needs to be some realignment, some reimagining. And we go back to the very beginning and we want to look first at the price of what you're selling. Mm-hmm. And we're going to really dig in with you to understand where you're spending your time, how much time it's taking you to deliver this particular service. What are your personal financial goals and financial goals of the business? Do you have any other major operational expenses like team members? Um, Are they involved in delivering this service or not? What are the other operational constraints you're up against and really help you systematically look at price in a way that you never have before. It's not just about picking something out of thin air or, you know, looking at competition and seeing what is someone willing to pay. Um, We're really ensuring that your price is in alignment with the time you have to give and what is financially required for you to continue operating your business. Um, And that realignment Does so much more shifting than most people expect. Um, I've seen people who were so on the brink of burnout and kind of wanted to get rid of all their clients, even pivot the business into something else entirely. And when price gets addressed, and all of a sudden you feel financially compensated appropriately for what it is that you're providing there is an ease that comes back into the business. And I've seen a lot of people re-fall in love with what they do again. And they have a lot more space to pursue the service in in the way they always had wanted to, but didn't necessarily have the time before. Um, I would say the majority of our clients end up working with half as many people and making twice as much money. And that's not a direct correlation to price necessarily, but that is a common uh, cause and effect that I'm seeing when people focus on the price first. But once you get that realignment of price, then yes, the next step would be to focus on the systems um, specifically around your CRM and your project management.
1: Do you find that most of the folks that come to you like that are charging too much for their service or not enough?
0: I would say the vast majority are not charging enough. Um, We work primarily with women in business and, uh, you know, fairly universally there's, there's an issue with women feeling like they need to discount or um, provide a deal. And I much more like to look at price objectively and really understand what things need to be based on the constraints you have in your life and business. What are your financial needs of your household? Um, How much does it cost to operate? How much time is it taking you to fulfill the thing? Um, You know, there's, there's been a few clients for sure that are running a business where they don't necessarily need to adjust their costs. But if, if that's the case, they might have a fairly, big, um, delivery. Like we have clients who, uh, their scope, you know, it's correlating to a 60 or $90,000, uh, project over the course of nine months. And when you're doing a project that large, it can, it can really balloon into, into being the thing that never ends. And so, even if it is priced appropriately, they might need more help on defining scope in a clearer way, better communication, better boundaries with their clients. I find that there's other issues, typically, if it's not priced. There's something else going on.
1: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It really does. Abigail, thank you for, for the, the, the clarity here because, I, I don't know, i When I first started chatting with you and we were talking about the back end, I thought eh, administrative kind of stuff. You do so much more than that. This is a big, much bigger uh, operation as far as what you can do to help someone than what I originally thought.
0: Yeah. Don't underestimate me, sir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and are, are you the main consultant here? I mean, if, if I were to, to come to the Boss Project, are you the person that would work with me, or do you have a team of consultants that work with other people?
0: yeah, so in terms of strategy, um Emily and I, my co-founder and I are the primary strategists on the team. But we have a full-time staff of seven. Um, they all have their own unique skill set they bring to the table. and mm-hmm. it, it really kind of depends on the client issue. if we're yep. if we're facing um, you know how to present yourself online on your website, for example, my designer is going to come in and really talk about, the strategy of your webpage and Mm -hmm. what is the flow need to be from a psychological perspective. Um, You know, if we're getting into the tech, Miranda is going to come in and, and really talk about how do you connect these systems? How do Mm -hmm. you make them talk together and, and provide a different perspective? We, we have a lot of different voices with unique backgrounds. And I think that really adds to the table um, what we can do for people, but but yes, I'm. I'm definitely gonna be one of the main people you would interact with inside our, inside our company for sure.
1: Well, that's fantastic. And it, what, what what I love about this is, as a business owner. I can come and engage you, and you're going to bring the specialist to the table that I need help from. You're going to bring that that expert in, in the technology to the table to, to help me with that side of the business. And you're going to bring the website strategist in to help me with that side of the business. One of the most frustrating things to me as a business owner is finding the professionals to help me in all the different areas of my business. The other part that was very frustrating for me coming out of the corporate world where all I had to do was pick a phone and call, and I had two floors of attorneys that would respond to my phone call, uh, all in the same building uh, on Madison Avenue in New York City, and it was real easy to pick a phone and call an attorney and say, hey, tell me about this part of the tax code, but when I got out here on my own, Abigail, those people want to get paid. Yep. Do you know that?
0: They do. (laughs) they do want to get paid and you know it's not to say that you can't find um some opportunities when you're when you're looking for professionals to work with most service providers provide some level of you know book a free consult just to hear more about what it what it's like to work with you but yeah ultimately you know unless you're 80% 80% sure that's the direction you want to go, you, you really shouldn't be wasting these people's time either. So um, I, I I encourage you to, to know that there are resources out there for people who feel less technologically savvy. Um, and you don't have to do it alone. There's a community of people that are doing this together and are figuring it out together. And oftentimes it's just a matter of having a group of like-minded people that have the same challenges and and are looking and facing similar similar things in their business. And, and when you have a group of like-minded people working together, so much more can be accomplished.
1: Oh, isn't that the truth? It really does make all the difference in the world. Abigail, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today on the business of sales. This has been fun.
0: Yeah, this has been great.
1: Well, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. And for everybody else out there, hey, y'all got make it a great week. Have a wonderful time, and I'll see you again next time right here on The Business of Sales.